0: Today's show is brought to you by HelloFresh. Visit HelloFresh.com and use promo code BRAINCANDY30 to save 30 bucks off your first week of deliveries. <laughs> To episode 168 of the Brain Candy Podcast. I'm what? Susie Meister. 168, and I'm feeling so great. The Hey Now reminds me, I actually have something to say right off the bat about oh. Howard Stern. What? Who, well, you and I both love him. Love. Uh... And I watched a clip of him on Kimmel recently where uh-huh. he was talking about Harvey Weinstein. <gasps> oh. And I loved it.
1: Oh, my God. Tell me everything. Well,
0: so I want to know his take on especially it. Especially for people who only have cursory knowledge of Howard, you think of him and you probably associate him with, like, sexual antics mm-hmm. and, like, being really lewd and aggressive with women and whatever. But that's he. there is so much more to him and it's so much more And believe it or not,
1: he strikes... Now that I've really gotten to know Howard Stern by way of his podcast yeah. or you know show, yeah, um, he's one of the most respectful. Really,
0: well, he's come a long In, way. Uh, yes, so that's for sure. What he did twenty years ago was totally different, and. Yeah was necessary at the time they needed the envelope to be pushed and to stop like stigmatizing sexual content and uh-huh, he said he uh-huh, was fined uh-huh. millions of dollars for using the word penis mm-hmm. which is absurd so things like that i think but now he has moved on and evolved and yeah he super. talks about that in the interview how he hates when people don't evolve and don't change with the times and mm-hmm. so anyway he has and he was talking about how Harvey Weinstein should have worn a burqa because he's so disgusting. Ugh. Like the last thing any woman would ever want to see is Harvey Weinstein. Uh-huh. Now, I'm not – I don't want to get into like the fat shaming debate because um, obviously you're like the body shaming or whatever he's – you could say Howard's doing. I thought it was funny when Howard st- said – like, the, no matter what guy you are, the last thing a woman wants to see is your wiener. Yeah, it's true. They want to see that you have a job. Yeah. <laughs> they want to see that you're <laughs> nice to them. Yep. And he was, I thought, the, I love that Howard's saying this because yes. it's absolutely true. Like, all these guys that send unsolicited dick pics, we don't want them.
1: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I was just reading an article. Oh my gosh. Okay. Or it was, I hope that it was not fake. I okay. hope that it was real because okay. it, it was okay. floating around somewhere online that I saw that a, a, a girl... She, I will say girl because I think she's younger. May, not like little girl, yeah. but maybe a like young woman. Okay. Uh, kept getting sent dick pics over and over and over. So she turned it around back on them and was like, oh yeah, you want to send me your dick pic? Well, I'm going to print 500 of these and unless you do this and this and this for me. I think they were guys at school and she had them doing her homework or something because she was like, I will put these on every single flyer, every car in the parking lot with a picture of your dick if you do not do this for me. Good. And what are they going to say? Oh, you can't do that? Well, you, you sent her porn.
0: Right. That's her property now. So now... She can do whatever she wants that you're doing. Although they do... Because there's revenge porn, yes. which is a problem.
1: Yes. But now that... That is different. Right. <laughs> We're talking about...
0: You know, justice. Justice here, people. <laughs> anyway, I just thought I'd mention that since I said hey now. Hey now. I love him. Me too. Okay. Let's kick off the show right there was a redacted study Ooh. that I was I
1: love. Read- any redacted study. <laughs>
0: redacted studies are my favorite but studies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the uh, the no diggity study. <laughs> Probably going to be redacted soon. So, uh, it was written about in the New York Times because, um, this it was about nutrition and kids, and I think we even talked about it on a previous episode. Do you remember one? Where we talked about how if you call, like label carrots as crunchy mm-hmm, carrots, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kids but the descriptive, yeah, kids uh, are more likely yes. to ha- choose make that choice. And now
1: I noticed that on every single sign describing food,
0: it so, says something to that yep, effect. Yeah, yeah. So I th- I'm pretty sure that that study is this one, or it was related to that one. Mm. So there was a study done where they offered. Kids. They said they were between 8 and 11 years old. Uh The choice between a cookie and an apple. And they... um, 80% of the time chose the cookie, of course. Who is... is,
1: Idiot. 20%. That is so true.
0: Yeah, I'd like to have a a (laughs) conversation. So... um, Child abuse. Kidding. But when they added an Elmo sticker to the apple... Then 33% chose the apple, which is a statistically significant difference. And this was very exciting for people because they thought, all we have to do is slap some characters on our fruits and vegetables. Maybe kids will make smart choices in the lunch line. Mm -hmm. But this article in the New York Times talks about why in the end they had to redact it, which was that, first of all, nutrition is a very hard thing to study because um of IRB rules which are like ethical rules so like especially when it's kids so like you have to get the school to agree oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff International Review Board yeah. yeah okay got it And so the questions remained about like well Did you try it on every day of the week? Like, it could be certain days. Did you try it with
1: Oscar the Grouch on the speaker? Yeah,
0: there were a lot of variables that seemed to be unexplored. Then BuzzFeed did some digging and found that the children were not eight to 11. They were three to five. What? that's... Okay, that's a terrible study for a thousand
1: reasons now. And the fact (laughs) that they... Whether the researchers misled, deliberately misled people. It seems so. Didn't That's not even close. Not even close. And not a mistake where you could say that you just extended the age. You know, you're trying to yeah. include in all ages. Yeah, it's totally
0: different. No. And it makes even, a lot more sense because why age? would an 11-year-old care about Elmo in the first place? So it, right. it makes more sense that it's a 3- to 5-year-old. And
1: also, if it's a 3- to 5-year-old, <laughs> we don't give a fuck what their nutritional choices are. Their nutritional choices are whatever I feed them because <laughs> I'm the parent buying food. <laughs> She's outraged. You don't want him to have a cookie? Don't buy cookies. Yeah. That real simple, but mm-hmm. it's more difficult with 8- to... Eleven, where they then are able to make their own food decisions and are standing in a lunch line and saying, "I'll have apple versus olive cookie," totally different
0: implications Everything. from the yeah, study. Yeah, right. So I'm furious, as Sarah is. Yeah, we demand justice in that area yeah. as well. Yeah, come on. Um, I just thought that was interesting and good to know. And it was. It also speaks to sort of this thing that I keep reading about. About there was an article in the New York Times also about the woman who has the second most popular Ted talk. Her last name is Cuddy C U D D Y. And she did the one you might've seen about power poses, Mm -hmm. like where Mm -hmm. you like stand with your arms in Uh a V for two minutes and then it can change like the makeup of your brain or whatever. And it's about, you know, how body language can change your whole life. Yeah. And a lot of social scientists have been very critical of her and said that her study hasn't been able to be replicated. Mm-hmm. And so instead of it being about the science, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's all supposed to build upon each other. Like if you do a yes. study, then I could build upon that or, or, yeah. or confirm it, et cetera. Instead of doing that, they're attacking her personally, and it feels like they're jealous because she's now yeah, that's what it got this like. popular TED Talk. She does speaking appearances. And like scholars are <sighs> notoriously petty yeah. Yeah. and annoying despite all their virtues in the sense that they get worked up if somebody gets attention in the way that she has
1: i think it goes back to how academics are trained we're trained to be critical critical and fucking petty i did an entire class where every week we had to critique a an already published research article on whatever it was we were studying that week so we were doing, for example, the Gottman Institute of therapy. Everybody knows about God, the love languages. Um, people have talked about uh, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, as far as relationship goes, about the things that will predict with a yeah. 98% certainty whether or not you will end yeah. up divorced. Right. Those, you can't duplicate. They have trouble duplicating their experiments because you're not able to do an experiment outside of the Gottman Institute. So only the experiments only exist Within the actual institution that is the namesake for them. That's hmm. like, if only, like, I don't know, the dairy company did all of the dairy company's research, and you'd be like, oh, this is only coming from the dairy company. Right. So, and the, this is one of the most Youthful therapeutic techniques that's well known, yes. blah blah blah. But as soon as you put it under a microscope, and I have to write a two page, you know, essay on what's wrong with this study, and da da da, I can come up with a whole bunch of stuff that will tear up, yeah, tear apart the the authors of the study.
0: Yeah, well, but you don't need to do that. Yeah,
1: it's exactly like you said. We're supposed to be building, and you're supposed to be taking. That past research and going, okay, well, she learned that these poses do this and this and this. How could I then make it a little bit better? Because yeah, her sample size was very happier. small. So, okay, okay make do a my- bigger sample size. Thank you. Spend less money wasting your time doing this and put your friggin' brain cells to use. And she's a woman, so but, I'm very, oh, you know, I you know that absolutely. Because remember, we were talking the other week about the, the door, what's behind door yeah. number. There's a name for it, the one, to picking right. door number one, two, three, yeah. and it's-, it's They it's call
0: it, shorthand is let's make a deal. Yeah, the let's make a deal
1: thing, whether you should switch or keep quiz. the, isn't it you always switch? Yeah. Okay, always switch. Yes. Okay, got it, got
0: it. Yeah, if they, if they say you choose door number two and they're like, are you sure? Do you want to change it to number three? Always change always it. You always change it. Yeah,
1: two-thirds of the time, it'll be yeah. right.
0: and yeah, but anyway- But they did
1: told her she was wrong because she's a woman.
0: Right, ask Marilyn. Yeah. Got screwed. mm <clears throat> Okay. okay. Now I'm pissed. So, um, these are a couple, qu- okay, first of all, let me do this. What did we even start talking about that brought that up? <laughs> I was talking about the redacted study. Oh, right, 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 okay. Uh, all that. I like, dang, just, I just yeah. went on a rant.
1: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
0: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
1: Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact.
0: Um something I didn't even bring So to the I table. wanted to ask you, and I'm surprised we haven't talked about this yet. What you think about the Boy Scouts allowing girls into the Boy Scouts? This is an interesting one. It sure is. You know. I thought it was perfect
1: for our show. Here's what I... Because... Here's what I do know. I know that it's really important for men to have social groups that are just men. Mm-hmm.
0: The way that and men... And is, spe- like, separate. Yeah. Yeah. Se- like... Gender-exclusive yes. groups, yeah.
1: Women do it naturally. Women, you know, I think until our... Um, we have this image of how we would like men to be or how to act or how, you know, we think it would be wonderful if men could be like this, which is like, you know, equality and treat us with respect and blah, 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 blah. But then... There is this piece where like the, the, the way that they're learning how to behave does not promote those kind of behaviors later in life. Mm -hmm. You know, like the way I, I, the, the thing that I can think of is how necessary my husband's fraternity was for him, for his growth and development, but how if in the if it were the wrong group of and the wrong kind of people it could translate into negative behaviors you mm-hmm. know if you have a group of men and they all kind of adhere to this like rape culture kind of attitude yeah. then your result could be very terrible but i see men really 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 need all male social interaction to develop emotional and to learn s- certain skills like they're really you can trace that back to you know evolutionary like an evolutionary need they need to do this whole like fighting hierarchy thing and that i've seen in people who st- like sociologists there's a um, a man named I'm going to have to think of it. Um, but he wrote a book called the Trouble, the Trouble with Testosterone and Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. Sapolsky, Robert Sapolsky is a biological anthropologist and he talks about you know this testosterone thing and how men do need to have this social group. So I see how that, and I will get back to the point, I promise. I see how that's really, really important. But then also to tell a group that they can't be part of that and that women, you know, there's, there's something. And how about like girls who are, or pe- individuals who are transgender. All right. Or let maybe... me get you back on
0: track. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're so great because you will literally consider every possible. I'm thing. trying to,
1: I'm like, really? Because my instinct is to say, no, I want it to be. Yeah. Boys do this Bec- again. And there are people who are going to say, I can't believe you'd say that. Because I know that there is a need for boys to have all-boy play groups.
0: I agree with you in the um, the ultimate decision. Like I think it yeah. should be separate. But I agree because it's better for girls to have their own environment. That we know from so agree with the, that too. whatever girl is joining the Boy Scouts is going to miss out on being in a group in which she has a voice. We know from classroom experiences that girls are often silenced and are often dismissed. And that, you know, I agree that boys need an environment where they can thrive by themselves. But I think it's even more important to provide that for girls.
1: You were saying that you were able to verbalize what I could not verbalize earlier. How you said that it's really important for them to have that environment. Say that last thing that you just said again about... Oh yeah, raising their hand in school. Yeah, and how
0: girls often don't get the voice because the boys are out. It, out and talking it changes them.
1: the dynamics of yeah. what happens in that group, and it it changes the behaviors of the boys in that group. They yeah. need to have boy interactions, and that's where that's what I was saying about how like our our play has not cut up with the idea of the male that we want in the future. Yeah. That's what that's what I could not articulate mm-hmm. well there. Is that we, you know, want to have this man who's like respectful to women and um, you know, is in touch with his emotions and communicates what he needs and da 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 da. Yeah. But a lot of those skills are learned, believe it or not, from having gendered separate yeah. groups.
0: Right. I that's what I think. And and I also feel like the Boy Scouts have had huge scandals, you know, mm-hmm. recently, bad press. So their numbers are going down. And this was their way of being like, yeah. how can we get more people? Oh, we'll poach the Girl Scouts. Oh! You
1: know what I mean? Yeah, those bitches are selling a lot of cookies. How do we steal some them?
0: <laughs> and they say, no, no, no. This is for like if you have kids, like if you have a boy and a girl and you don't want to deal with like... Then join Indian Guides,
1: which now they call Adventure Guides.
0: Ugh. It was a good choice to um, change the
1: name. <laughs> yeah. I was the last, my, my organization was the last one to change the you name. You were in this? I was in Indian Princesses, yeah. Stop! Uh huh. I was in the writing. Awani. Awana, I Awana, I Awana I be Awani. What uh-huh. are you even saying? And my name was Little Daffodil.
0: <laughs> Why did you have a name? And my
1: dad was Stinky Buffalo. What are you saying? We all had names. We had a chosen Stop Indian name based like on this our personalities. Is normal. No, it's totally normal. It's through the YMCA. Were
0: you guys the only ones in nope, this? Nope.
1: A ton of people were. In fact, friends of mine that you know over in Indian guys.
0: Did are. you get to pick your name? Yes. You are insane. Your dad picked that name for himself? Stinky Buffalo. Oh, my God. This is so great. What yeah. did you do on your Indian adventure? Well, really, it was... Uh, i now looking back on it, see oh that it was
1: God. a chance for the dads to hang out, smoke cigars while the little girls did art products in the garage, which I'm is sorry. fine. Um, but... Yeah, I remember we I made like styrofoam snowmen and you know like all the things that the girl scouts do but we're tougher than girl scouts. I was like, I don't want to be a stupid girl scout. I want to do cool stuff. So we would have like we had the I got to Indian princesses did everything that the boys did. All Indian guides and Indian princesses did the same things, but it was like a group of girls and a group of boys. So it was a chance for the instead of Moms being involved, it was dads and daughters.
0: Okay, so There's what so do they the, call that the girls that now? Adventure princesses? I think they're all adventure guides. All right, thank Christ. Yeah,
1: and they do all. I don't. I think they keep them separate, but they all do the same activities. So I got to do like the roller derby cars and everything, where you build a little car and you have race it. And that's we would cool. go camping and we would build teepees. All right, a little bit of cultural appropriation, but a lot of family togetherness. <laughs>
0: there were teepees. Oh, that's great. Okay, thank, and thank you for sharing. We about nature
1: stuff and like how to track animals, and how to walk silently through the forest so I can sneak up on somebody.
0: Well, um, did you guys do any cooking out there? Mm, we did. By uh, the fire? Yeah. Really? Of course. That's nice. Well, if you want to do some cooking in your uh, home or on in the fire. In your home I really, <laughs> You could do it outside. I don't care where you do it. You should try HelloFresh because it's a fantastic service, sends the ingredients to your door and it's, it's, they consider themselves a farm to box company because they want everyone to have access to fresh ingredients that inspire great oh, meals. farm to box. Right. I love that. It's really cute. I found in my experience that it has introduced me to new ingredients that I would never buy. And it allows me to have a home cooked meal without like having to go to the grocery store, which it's, I hate.
1: Yeah. It's amazing.
0: And Lincoln I never, loves it how about,
1: too. I'll tell you my two favorite things. Yeah. One, gives me amazing new ways and recipes that now have become part of my normal cooking, like now roasted garbanzo beans with cumin. Oh, oh that
0: sounds go-to. yummy. My go-to.
1: Learned it from HelloFresh. And also, no food waste. Oh, right. I am sick and tired of throwing away my entire bag of snap peas from Trader Joe's. <laughs> so
0: specific.
1: Because I did it yesterday.
0: Right. It didn't I, even open the bag. Well, I've, I think we've all been there. It's <sighs> terrible. For and the it, price of one meal. Well, that's the thing. It's less than $10 a meal. So it's a really, really good, good value as well. Um, so we want to make sure that you guys get our special deal, which is at HelloFresh.com. And our promo code is BRAINCANDY30. And that gets you $30 off your first week of deliveries, which is amazing. Sweet. Um, okay. So... Moving on, I have something funny I want to share with Ooh, you. Oh, yeah.
1: I love something funny to be shared.
0: A brainiac named Patty. Um, Shout out to Patty. She posted on Brain Candy Crush this article about this guy who, during the 80s, was one of the Ronald McDonald car- you know clowns. Yeah. <gasps> and it oh. shares his experiences. It's really fascinating. What was it like? So he... Saw an ad. He was an actor out here in LA and he saw an ad in one of the trade magazines Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. just a clown and they didn't specify what clown. So he goes to the audition and it took like 30 minutes before they even said, and P.S. this is for Ronald McDonald because they, I guess, wanted to make sure I don't know brand protection. So he got the job and he was one of the ones that went to like the live events and He talked about how there were two Ronald McDonald's who were the commercial actors. They mm-hmm. had the regular and oh. then the backup. You know what? Because it's not a mask. It's a dude. Yeah, it's face paint. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. It really has to have a look like a... Right. They all have to look alike. Oh, my God. Okay. So there's two guys, the one's the backup, one's the regular, and then they have one Ronald who runs the Hamburger University in Illinois, where mm-hmm. they all go and get trained on how to be Ronald. Mm-hmm. So then he talked about how- You
1: know what they say? Those who can't do, teach.
0: <laughs> he was a dud, Donald, Ronald. And he uh, trains them like, on the protocol. Interestingly enough, they don't have any kind of like set thing like where they have to be a certain way or do a certain thing, all that was really required of them was to be a, like a child.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say don't molest child.
0: <laughs> that's implicit. Be like a child. Yeah, they wanted him a to be a big book, child. That one? Like a big kid. And then they would have, they would bring in like, that's you know. That's very,
1: you, that's left up to interpretation.
0: Well, they wanted the essence to be that, Ronald wasn't like your parents. Oh, okay. he was your friend. He's your friend. Okay. Yeah, and so and they had it just like gets
1: creepier and creepier the more you talk about
0: it. I liked it. They had Harry Blackstone come in, who was a huge magi- mu- magician at the time, and teach them a few tricks. That sounded like a made-up name. Harry Blackstone. It probably was. Oh, but the, okay. That but makes sense. I mean, that was the stage name, at least. And um, they taught you know maybe juggle or mm-hmm. whatever. And oh. he said that it was a really positive experience, and that. He learned a lot about how to interact with kids and how you can read them and and when they seem scared that your job Mm. is to back away and to, you know, not force it upon them or whatever. What's wrong, little child? Why Why are you you crying? (laughs) (laughs) Right. And they're, you know, they have to be very perceptive about little kids and stuff, but that he would go to schools and stuff and they would scream like he was the Beatles. Well, like they loved him. in
1: the movie Religious, Bill Maher did, uh, he talks about how um, Ronald McDonald is the number one most recognizable face, and then Santa Claus, and then Jesus. No. People were, like, kids were able to identify Ronald McDonald. I think Bart Simpson is high on the list, too.
0: Right, that makes sense. And it's, like,
1: international. that You have to yeah. take into account the international.
0: One thing he also said was popularity. that he did not talk about hamburgers and stuff. Like, he wasn't supposed to he's sit around... He's not selling the food. Yeah. He's, he's selling, selling the, brand. the brand. Yeah. And the lifestyle. Interesting. Because he said when he would go up on stage and they would scream, then he wouldn't talk about hamburgers, but he knew later that week they were going to go eat McDonald's. Oh my God. Uh, kind of creepy, right? It's
1: It's really creepy because... There were laws that were passed in I want to say it was this late seventies, early eighties that allowed marketing to children because in Europe they don't allow marketing to I think it's under six. Yeah, you can't advertise to them because it imprints on them. And in if you go to uh, the the Branding on diapers will be different yeah. depending on what neighborhood you shop in. Right. If they're looking to get a customer for life, you'll see superhero Disney Sesame Street diapers. In the more affluent neighborhoods, you see more patterns and prints that are just like geometric and don't have any branding on them.
0: Right. That's sad.
1: So is it's really... But I mean I mean
0: It is what it is, right?
1: Yeah. It's like how do you shield your kid from advertising?
0: The best part of the article for me was when they said about Hamburger University, they said that <laughs> that's where the Ronalds would go to learn the ropes
1: <laughs> <laughs> So uh, they don't give out PhDs, they give out MDs. Why? McDonald's. Oh my
0: god!
1: Or should they say they give out Mickey D's? That's
0: good. No, I like that. Not PhDs. Mickey D's. We'll work D's. on that. Yeah,
1: there's a joke somewhere. That's really funny.
0: <laughs> I thought that was really funny because you don't. I mean, you know, there's a guy or however many that do it, but you're not like wonder what that job involves, or the one
1: who's like writing the curriculum,
0: <laughs> right, professor? Or what if he's going to like
1: conferences for people in education and then they have to go around the room and say what university they're from and it's like duke yale hamburger, hamburger. <laughs> oh you're international no no no, not hamburger hamburgers
0: not hamburger. oh my god that is so great oh god i still am waiting to interview the good people at mcdonald's and oh. i i would love a tour of hamburger university
1: did didn't we say that we had a viewer or listener who worked there and
0: she said something about the toys yeah and that they that they're you know making improvements on like gender okay. neutrality okay. and stuff but they don't want to schedule an interview because they're scared it might be us being like a gacha no. meanwhile it is not i'll you give me a big mac i'll be your friend for life
1: i was thinking about that on the way here i i was so hungry yeah. I almost went and through McDonald's. I, I, and then I was thinking, well, I can't go now because it's been so long and I could remember the last time that I went. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even with my now husband.
0: Oh my God. The last Sarah, time. We have to go. I was on a camping
1: trip and I'm we scared of what go. will
0: happen. You think you, and like you break the seal I kind of thing. I get like the McShit's. Oh, I, don't be scared of that. I thought you meant you were scared that it would make you want to go all the time. Oh, no, no, I'm not worried about that. Okay. Mm. I'm not worried about that. I am. As soon as I start going, it's like I got to go all the time. Um, you do go on kicks
1: mm-hmm. where you're like, Mm-mm, yeah, oh, like I, when I
0: start buying yeah, pop. I yeah, I see. When you start buying what? Pop. Uh-huh. And I'll go like three months and I'll just buy pop, 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 and then I'll
1: stop. And then one day I'll come over and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to go grab a Diet Coke. And then there's nothing Mm-mm. there. And I'm like, oh, oh, she's given up that <laughs> for, for
0: now. Right, I'm off the sauce. <sighs> um, sauce. There was this funny but not funny uh, nursing textbook that came out, speaking of universities, yeah. um, in which they, I think the attempt was to describe... Possible cultural differences amongst groups where, like, they might have different reactions to mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah, how things are administered or whatever. But it ended up being, like, super racist. So let me read you some of the descriptions of what they oh, do, no. how they describe people. This is hilarious.
1: You know what's funny is we all, with every vignette that we do in class, we always have to do cultural considerations yeah and if you were to just take out the cultural considerations that we say from every case it would look it would read like a <laughs> list of stereotypes. stereotypes
0: right wow um the reason that i even saw it was somebody put it on facebook that m- my friend who is jewish and she was like this is terrible but lol at how they describe the Jewish how oh, dealing with wait. Jewish patients. It says Jews may be vocal and demanding of assistance. Um <laughs> yeah. they believe that pain must be shared and validated by others. Mm-hmm. My
1: husband feels the same as, and I know that. Well, he is He's Jewish. Jewish
0: so. <laughs> this, by boy, the way, oh, is going to be a highly inappropriate segment. Do not we're take not condo- of context. Yeah, <laughs> we're not condoning it, but I am just LOLing at the how stupid it is. Okay, okay so okay. they have so far, Asians. So right. I mean, Asians come off pretty good in this scenario. Chinese clients may not ask for medication because they do not want to take the nurse away from a more important task. But don't take these as, like, legit. No, I think, but I'm that's something that as a med- you really do need to
1: be concerned about because you may have patients that aren't speaking up because they belong to a collectivist culture that isn't about the individual and these yeah. are really important concerns okay i mean some of them so well far.
0: yeah i mean they the publisher basically said we were attempting to do this other thing where we inform people on differences amongst groups but they painted with such broad strokes uh-huh. and they like arabs and muslims and like what if you're a black uh, Muslim, right. you know, which category are you going to fit in? Cause right. they have like both. Yeah. <laughs> and what does have, it say? Um, well, for Muslims. And also
1: is this culture or ethnic or ethnicity? It says cultural, da, 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 da. but come on, you know,
0: uh, may not request pain medicine, but instead thank Allah for pain. If it is the result of a healing, m- healing medical procedure. That's what they said about Muslims. Okay. Well, anyway. That was in Mike.com. What? Uh, what, what?
1: What? Give me uh, some other ones. Uh,
0: Native Americans say, may prefer to receive medications um, that were blessed by a tribal shaman. That's Hispanics very may believe that a pain is a form of punishment and that suffering must be endured if they are to enter heaven. Um, and they vary widely in their expression of pain. Some are stoic and some are expressive. Oh. Ugh. That's anybody. Catholic Hispanics may turn to religious practices to help them endure pain. It's all silly. It's so dumb. So they're retracting that and, and taking that. Yeah, out that's a place.
1: good idea. That was a, <laughs> a, a terrible- useless total waste of time.
0: Yeah. So I just thought it was something to think about.
1: Uh, you know what else is a total waste of time? What? Uh, the amount of effort men put into Scrabble. Who? Men put into Scrabble. Okay. So I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. Okay. There was a study that <laughs> recently came out on... Uh, Basically to prove or disprove people's idea that men are better at Scrabble. Who is saying that even? So they have these Scrabble contests and they've almost... Well, they're always won by men, these Scrabble tournaments. So I guess researchers looked into like, is there a reason why men are better... Or. Could there be a reason why men are better at Scrabble? You know what? We wanted to find out, like, explore these gender differences and sure. see, like, w- what is it? And it says men generally outperform women in Scrabble tournaments. And they came up with the real reason.
0: What? Is it because they pee standing up like the last thing?
1: No, but it's just as ridiculous. It's because they just care more about winning. <laughs> no. know. That's it.
0: But why is it just Scrabble then?
1: It, for some reason, that's one that they're able to measure because oh, okay. you can do you can study to make yourself better. You can't study to make yourself better at Monopoly, really. Like there's a pretty much a, like a plateau. Well, what about
0: chess? Same thing. It said, well, I
1: mean, I, they didn't do they didn't do. Chess I know, I'm just article, So I don't know. That is but so this one said stupid. that male. So they did a uh, they looked at male and female players and how they used their time studying for the game and men used their time basically practicing the anagrams analyzing the games worrying about what they did wrong and women played to enjoy playing
0: oh no even at a tournament they yeah. shouldn't do that they, said they, they shouldn't fa- do it they for played enjoyment. more as, for a hobby oh for pleasure
1: they sake. spent their hours playing scrabble an enjoyable game deemed largely useless for bu- uh, for building skills basically just for fun and treated as an, as a hobby And they found that the female participants of the research study just wanted to play the game to be happy, and men just wanted to win. Women should
0: really not just play to be happy because that's stupid, or just not play with men, or not enter tournaments that are designed to be competitive. If you just want to play for fun, go to your freaking grandma's house. Mm, I see what you're
1: saying, but then like they think that they're really good, but. You could be really good because you know a whole bunch of words, but the guy comes up with all these ridiculous strategies and their goal is to get the most points. And the goal for us is to just enjoy Scrabble. So there you go.
0: Well, for me, the goal was always to get clear skin and thankfully- A goal achieved. (laughs) Mission complete. If there were a tournament for clear skin, I would enter right now. Well, I would enter and I'd beat you, so Sorry.
1: Wow, that was mean. <gasps> I'm sorry.
0: Well, that's for sure, because you never get zits. It's only because I'm.
1: Uh, that was a mean thing to but say. But I
0: don't know the last time that I have had a zit. Okay, well, that's because I feel the same. I'm almost
1: just that was like a me just sharing how few zits I had. Not throwing no, no. you under the bus for zits.
0: I'm not upset. Sir. Okay, good. <laughs> I was making sure. Um. Yes. And the reason that I have clear skin is because I use bioclarity.com. I use it every single day. My husband has started using it, which I kind of am annoyed at. Because, mm. like, he was like, what's all the fuss about? <laughs> so he started, I'm like, here's step one. Here's step two. And he's like, what's this one do? I'm like, Stop talking. <gasps> Anyway, it's a three-step acne wash. If you have problem skin or even if you just want a nice glow, mm-hmm. you should try it because it's all natural ingredients, really lovely stuff that's non-abrasive, and it gets rid of your acne, which is the thing that mattered for me. Um, and if you want to try it, go to bioclarity.com, and you can get your first month for $9.95, which is a $20 savings, and you get free shipping if you use code Candy. So, make sure you do that and report back to me, and we can have a tournament that Sarah (laughs) will win, and maybe I'll come in second, or maybe you will. I don't know. So, yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Oh, gosh. You know how they say in studies uh,
1: mm, more people are murdered when the temperature goes up? Yeah. I feel like murdering someone right now. (laughs) I'm so sorry. It's It's ridiculous.
0: Well, okay, just hang in there for a few more minutes.
1: I, mean, I know it's
0: terrible, um, but... So but if I maybe, sound
1: a little extra edgy, <laughs> know that it's just the temperature.
0: Maybe what you need is a little badass bitch <gasps> through history. Today I chose someone, unless you want to do no, that. No, lay it on me. I chose a woman named Rosemary, who you might not know because you didn't watch old TV, but she was on the Dick Van Dyke show. Mm-hmm. She played a character named Sally. Love it. And she is 94 years old. And still working. There's a documentary coming out about her called Wait for Your Laugh. And I'll post the um, trailer because I can't wait to see it. Because she started performing when she was three years old as a singer. And she was Whoa. like... Even, it was before Shirley Temple was even yeah. born. And she was like the most famous kid star in the world. And she's never quit working since then. So... Oh my gosh, I bet she has
1: really... Interesting story,
0: yeah, have you ever seen the
1: Saturday Night Live sketch they do where they have the women being interviewed in a panel and it 'll be the n- new young female actor actresses and then a really old lady who comes out and she plays oh kate okay, kate mckinnon it 's a really funny sketch, so Kate McKinnon plays an actress from like old Hollywood, yeah, and they're always asking the and the topic will always be uh like scandals female scandals and and, like they did the harvey weinstein thing and she's like oh you think that's bad (laughs) Who wasn't i sleeping with to get a job (laughs) because it was so different we laugh now at that but i mean it's kind of like a sad joke too because that's probably how it was and like She lived those things.
0: Yes. I I feel like this lady would be like that too. Because she has since joined Twitter just recently. And it is a riot. Because she is good at it. Like, she'll be like, you kids have been talking a lot about such and such. Here's a picture from 1904, (laughs) practically, you know? And she'll just like, she's really in touch with what people are talking about. I know you're thinking she's probably not running the account, but... No, I, I actually, wasn't thinking oh, that. Oh, okay. Because I think that she... She might not be the one typing the thing, but she's for sure... But coming up with the jokes. Yeah, she's right. it's yeah. in her voice. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that. And, like, she's just... She one time posted, like, her... You know how Italians have Sunday sauce? Yeah. She posted her recipe for, like, meatballs and Sunday <sighs> sauce. And, like, it was just great. There was a picture of her that was black and white. Anyway, she's great to follow on Twitter. She's a badass bitch, and she... Like back in the day when she was on Dick Van Dyke, like they said she was like one of the guys. Yeah. Like she is rough and she's sassy and she, I think she was somebody who cursed and.
1: I'm sure if you're a female who's lasted that long in, in that industry and yeah. in,
0: in the comedy world. Yeah.
1: Please. Yeah. I love and it. And you're still, and you know what else that kind of tells me that it's probably important to be laughing our whole life. Right. Because I think about the old women who are still kicking it and, you know, I look at my grandma, Betty White. Yeah. This lady, Florence. um, Oh, and what's, oh my God, what was her name? She's so funny. She, I kind of put her in that same, oh, Cora, Leachman. Yes. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. She's real cool. Oh
0: my gosh. Yeah, it seems like those ladies that are change. super yeah. sassy and silly really can hang out. and
1: Looks like we're going to be doing this prank of- any podcast for a
0: long time. Right? So you're stuck with
1: us. You're stuck. And then there's two of us are stuck. I mean, I'm just like waiting for our husbands to die so you and I can have our like second lives together. Yeah,
0: that's going to be like part two. I'm not
1: really. I don't want them to die.
0: Don't I, I mean, they're yeah.
1: they're great. But you know, at part two, we're going to have so much fun together.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... Maybe if we, if her show, uh, her movie comes to LA soon, <gasps> we can go together. And, yes. Yeah, and you know fun. what?
1: Seeing an indie, fi- like a documentary at one yeah. of those little indie theaters is a real fun thing to do.
0: Carl Reiner said it was the best celebrity documentary he'd ever seen. Whoa. She heard pa- her dad was connected to the mob. and Oh my gosh. This is going to be a fantastic. a story. Yeah. And I just like stuff like that. Rose? Rosemary. Rosemarie. Rose Marie. Yeah. Anyway, so that's our badass bitch for today.
1: I love that. I mean, I'm, I'm impressed unknown. with us that
0: we've done two episodes and haven't really bitched about anything for our Muppet segment, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay too. I mean, the weather, this oh, heat.
1: Okay. Yeah, we You we're call bitching this heat, I that. call it
0: hell. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you kind of got to say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, you got anything else before we go? What do you think about Whew. the transgender playmate? you think they were waiting for Hugh Hefner to kick it till they were like, we got the I transgender? I didn't even hear about that. Mm-hmm. The first transgender See, this?
1: I think it's wonderful, and you know what I think? Anybody who has a problem or still has something to say, its I mean, they're not listening to our show, but those guys, and mostly guys who do, are like, oh, that's so... Guess what? If I put up a lineup of women, and or how about this? We're at a bar, and I randomly send you five women. Maybe they're transgender, maybe they're not you probably couldn't tell me which one was which.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's why it bugs them. They don't even know. Because they, like, will be attracted to yeah. her. And... Fucking deal
1: with it. Whatevs. And that should teach them that attraction is just attraction. And those are just biological urges not controlled by our bodies and, or not controlled by
0: our, mind. our minds. Yeah. And
1: you you want what you want. And, and she's and,
0: beautiful. Yeah. Make no mistake about it.
1: I'm sure. Yeah. There are, please, there are a lot of transgender women where I'm like, oh, why you got to outwoman me? I know. Why you got to do that?
0: They're all hot. I told you, RuPaul taught me how to contour my boobs. Right. RuPaul. RuPaul's an interesting person. Oh, my God. I love her. What's RuPaul's real name? Ch- something Charles. Yeah. I can't remember. He's been married for a long
1: time. To Did a you
0: man. know that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, like, still- I know I saw you like a so woman. So, it's... So ingrained culturally uh-huh. that marriage is not yep. uh, for same sex. And so when I hear it, I have to like undo the, mm-hmm. the reaction where I'm like, wait, what? Right. Who's he married to? Oh, I don't know. Somebody you really need cute. to ke- get on this for me. I, <laughs> I depend on you for that kind of information. Yeah. Sorry. Failing. All right, friends. Well, we'll see you next time. Don't forget to leave us a five star view yeah, and man. subscribe. Bye.